A word from our sponsor, Von Seger Designs is a small Nebraska custom woodworking business making hand-burned customized wood pieces to be a statement in any room. Working with clients every step of the way, from hand-selecting the wood to customizing the design Von Seger Designs makes the process as smooth as possible. Specializing in items from themed bar carts and tables to cutting boards and signs so that you can show your team pride all year round. Show your Husker support in a unique and functional way. When you work with Von Segrin Designs, you support small businesses throughout the region. Allow Von Segrin Design to create a custom, fresh, hand-burned piece wood for your home or business. You can link up with them at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-D-N-E-S-I-1 and at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-N underscore designs. So check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, go Big Red, and uh, let's start the podcast. to throw down toward the goal line going up ball tipped in the air touchdown Jordan Westerkamp Nebraska wins the game on the final play of the contest oh baby far side back to throw is Martinez now being chased throws it out a flat Burkhead makes a catch sits a tackle 25-20 Rex Burkhead touchdown Nebraska Starting with our COO and our creative director, Richard Fitzwell. Welcome to the Church of the Corn. My name is Richard Fitzwell. You can follow me on Twitter at corn underscore Huskers for nothing insightful, nothing that's probably accurate. Uh, A lot of retweets from a pretty good circle of other Husker fanatics and just bleeding big red. A lot of shit posting there from the Richard Fitzwell account. I am your CFO and your marketing coordinator, Drake. You can follow me at Drake before Degrassi for a lot more shit posting. Also, to my right, the man, the brains behind the operations, your poor man's macho man slash not poor man's Matt Davison, our CEO, the brains behind the operation. And your chief outreach officer, Zach. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Official University of Nebraska Uber driver, also at N-E-B-H-Y-P-E-M-A-N, Nebraska Hype Man. Uh, That's where you can find me at on there for just random shit. So uh, appreciate you guys all joining us, and uh, let's get after it, guys. For a third episode this week, hope you're not getting sick of us yet, but if you are, too bad. You got to deal with it. Anyway, uh, my name is Zach, and uh, I want to introduce you to Fitz again. Fitz, how's it going tonight, buddy? 
It's going great. Um, not as exciting, not as exciting emotionally from the big win yesterday when we were doing this uh, roughly 24 hours ago, but pretty darn excited for what we've got coming here. So uh, I'm going to let you take the honors. Perfect. Well, it's good to have you. I'm glad you're not sick of talking to me yet. I'm, I'm sure you'll get there eventually, but not tonight. Um, we do want to introduce our special guest, Meg, Hot Mess Husker on uh, Twitter. How's it going tonight? It is going so good. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. We are glad to have you. Um, you know, the main reason we brought you on tonight, besides being one of the biggest uh, Husker influencers there is, um, we wanted to... That word. In- influencer, <laughs> right? It's such a fabulous word that everyone likes using. Uh, there, there's quite a few people on, on Twitter that I found that really uh, strive to be Husker influencers now. It's kind of kind of weird. But I've seen it pop up a lot lately, so I just want to bring that up while we're talking about it. Um, main thing, uh, the Team Jack uh, March Bandis bracket. Yeah, so I started it last year, um, and I started it kind of, it was right after Andy Hoffman had passed away, um, is what sort of inspired me to start it, you know, in the first place. I was just kind of thinking of, hey, what's something I can do um, to give back to this family who's given us so much, right? Um, just this inspirational story of hope. And um, so I'm like, I wanted to do something for them. And so then um, it went really well. We gave $2,000 to Team Jack last year. And so I knew for sure I was going to do it again this year. So this year I've kind of been a little more organized with it, right? Because last year it was just I just made it up as I went, I, which is how I do most things in my life anyway. Welcome to um, our world. <laughs> yeah. But this year I've been able to be a little bit more um, organized. So I've kind of got everything set up ahead of time. I have prizes um, and I decide I want to double what we gave last year because, you know, that seems attainable. I, so I'm going to help Zach out. So Zach, that'd be 4,000. Um we're going to double the two from last year. Right. You carry the zero. Carry the zero. I okay, thought it so was four. only 500. <laughs> Shit. I guess I was way off. I guess I need some more math lessons. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, uh, Meg, do you think realistically, don't you think you, we can do better than that? Can I'm, we do, I'm hoping we do better so. than 4,000? I'm, I'm really hoping so. I would really love to do five. But to me, like, so I want to double what we did last year, right? And when I put something out into the universe, I'm going to do it. If I have to donate $3,000 myself, <laughs> I freaking will. Like, I cannot do anything halfway, and I will not fail. No, we love hearing that. that that's awesome. I definitely think that um, doubling from what you had last year to this year, I definitely think we're going to hit that, number one, um, being organized with something like this. And then plus, plus this is your second year of doing it. I think the results are going to be that much better, in all honesty. Um, everyone's really familiar with the Team Jack Foundation and, and kind of the work that they do, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, we had Jordan Westerkamp on a, a couple weeks back, I believe, and kind of spoke about the same thing, the Team Jack Foundation, and um, just how heavily involved the University of Nebraska is with them which is an absolutely fabulous cause. I think it's awesome that you're doing this as well, um, just to kind of help the normal person be able to do what we can to donate to them. Right, definitely. Um, I listened to you guys talk to Jordan about um, Jack's run in the spring game. So I decided I had to tell you guys a story um, from that year when I was at the spring game. So I never leave Husker games early. Like I do not, will not. Um, 
but it was a scrimmage. And uh, I had a couple of strawberries before the game. And I thought, you know, we're into the third quarter. We've seen all we're going to see. And my husband and I walk out and the crowd's going crazy. Like we get down to the bottom of the stadium and we just get outside and we're like, what is going on? We get back to the car and I look at my phone and we miss the coolest moment in Husker history. That's oh, all. Oh no, that sucks. <laughs> That's so sad. I mean, yeah. it is one of the, the coolest <laughs> thing is it, it is one of the most iconic um, runs that we've seen in, I mean, in Husker history, if you, if you want to say that, just because of what it what it uh, means and everything like that. I, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was one of the coolest things that Nebraska has done, in all honesty. Um, obviously, they can't recreate or anything like that. But, um, you know, if, if, if we can continue doing stuff like that to really push the organization and make them front and center, I think that's I think that's that's key to really growing it, in all honesty. Yeah, I absolutely. Think, I think it's amazing how and I was when I put I put that little clip together for for Jordan's release and when you see it I didn't I didn't even realize you know I remember I remember seeing it but you know the the shots that they had at the sideline and he was over there with the coaches and then you know you go out and then it for me it kind of hits when you see you see him coming out and I don't know if they showed that you know that sideline stuff on the broadcast but then Taylor Martinez is um lining him up and then, and then they go and, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's what, nine years ago. And it's still, I don't care if they, whenever they show it, if I see it, you hear, I mean, it just mm-hmm. still, it's chills. And it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a, you know, it's a moment that captures what Nebraska is about and what you are doing for team Jack and what you're doing for everyone. It's, it, it's wonderful. And, and still the fact that, you're still getting, you know, Jordan Westerkamp and his family to, to help out every year. And then, you know, you still see Rex Burkhead um, uh, sending messages out, you know, talking videos and whatever it might be that 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 connection is there. And it's 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 awesome. It's a great representation of the university, of the program, of the state. And you you need to be proud of yourself for what what you have done just even in the year and the the excitement that is already building for it. So good job. Thanks. Yeah, it's fun. I love doing it. And and like Zach kind of said earlier, I love that it's a way for anybody to get involved. Right. Like you have 10 bucks and you're going to fill out a bracket, then you can join us. And it's just fun. Do you have, um, do you have, I I know you have some prizes and things like that. Are you, are you still looking for any of that? Are you looking for sponsors? Are you, Uh, what do you need? Um, at this point I just need people to join. Yeah. I mean, join and donate. Um, so what I have for prizes, I have over $500 in gift cards. Um, some of them are local, some of them are national. Um, and then I have a couple just gift baskets. So what I'm going to do is do like a first, second and third place. And then I'm going to draw five random winners, just that join. Um, I kind of was thinking about it and I was like, there are so many years when I've joined a bracket pool and I'm out of it like the first day. I'm like, okay, well, this isn't funny anymore. I'm not going to pay attention. So I'm like, I just want to do something for the people who are sitting in 116th place. Like, well, I'm not going to win. And so they can maybe still win something. No, that's awesome. I, I feel like, you know, obviously everybody wants to win something or you know, especially with March Madness, I think it's 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 a cool thing to always do, and of course, it's up to complete chance. Um, but uh, you, it's I believe it's what ten dollars a bracket to enter. You said, yep, ten dollars a bracket. Um, 
and you can do as many as you want. So I had somebody give $250. I'm like, you don't do 25 brackets. You can go for it. I don't think they're going to, I mean, it's all just going to the cause, but, um, yeah, $10 a bracket. Um, you can do Venmo. I have PayPal. I take cash money. Um, send me a message on Twitter. I have my email posted also. If people, you know, are weird about messaging me on Twitter, that's fine too. (laughs) And then I just send the group link back and the password to join. So it's pretty simple. That's, that's very cool. Do you, uh, I, I think the challenge is like a, take an office, for example, anyone that's listening to this, if you're, if you're the person that throws it together for your office and you do, you know, 10 bucks, let's, let's jump it up to 20. However many people do that in your office, you still do your price for that, but cut that in half and send the rest to this and, or, or just join it and do whatever, but, you know, find a way to, to, to give back, find a way to support this, um, prizes or no prizes. The end result is, is definitely worth it. Definitely. No, I I definitely think, uh, 5,000 we're going to hit it this year. I mean, that's. Why not, right? Um, but no, I think it's a fabulous cause. I'm looking forward to winning it this year uh, with Nebraska as uh, my my team. That's going to do it all. Yeah, um, let's go. I, I've been saying that- it for the last week. So if I don't continue it, it won't happen. I have to say Nebraska is yeah. going to get to 500 on the year mm-hmm. with winning the Big Ten tournament and then the national tournament or national title. I so. told my husband last night. I was like, either I'm sick in the head. Or, or something's wrong with me because I legitimately believe they could win the Big Ten tournament. <laughs> I mean, Sick a, lot of, a lot of people have been saying Nebraska is the hottest team going in. And, you know, the most insane thing is I think they actually might be the hottest team going into the Big Ten tournament. They won a game yesterday against probably the best team in the conference uh, without McGowan's, without McGowan's. And then you had Verge foul out on a bullshit call. So I mean, with those three, ref- things three like referees that. on their side, so it was eight versus five, and they right. still couldn't pull it off. I mean, it's insane. But and oh yeah, home field advantage too for for Wisconsin. So uh, you can't even cheat and win, which is fabulous to see. Gotta love that, right, guys? God, sad Wisconsin fans are funny. Like I have, I think it's been so long since I've known what that's like that I just didn't know how much joy this would bring me. <laughs> Yeah, that's a well, fan base that we like to watch uh, a little, little sad. They, they've had a little too much uh, success in the last decade or so. Yeah, it just does not happen often enough. And it's and it's it's such a and I and here we go. I, I, I feel the same way with Iowa, that it's just so mundane that they're winning, they're winning, they're winning. And then here it is. Wisconsin's kind of always been like that for me, too. Even, you know, Purdue in a way that. They win, but there's nothing flashy. There's nothing exciting about it. And they roll into the tournament and they get to the Sweet 16 and you maybe know one player's name on the team or mm-hmm. something like that. And I don't know. I, I don't. Yes. Would it be nice to have that consistency? Sure. But there's, you know, there's a little. And again, it's probably like the sickness that we have that there's a there's a joy of just being the dream killer and going into this week. And, you know, there was there was a little bit of excitement. And it was two years ago, all of a sudden it's, you know, uh, Banks is coming in, rolling in with the, with the, uh, the Schmedium basketball uniform, warming up, warming up on the East coast. And it's like, okay, that was exciting, but really, (laughs) what are we, what are we doing? And there's, for me, there's a legitimate chance, like, Hey, they could, they, they're going to roll Northwestern. 
and then have a chance. And, you know, if they get up on Northwestern and Bryce can then kind of sit down and rest even a little bit more, and then they go to the next day and everybody's, I, I don't know. I, are they going to win it? I don't know. Is it, is that yes, a, they a, will. <laughs> <laughs> is that a fever? Is that a fever dream scenario? Yes, it is. But God damn it. It's my it's coma gotta, dream. Why not? Why not? Here it is. Why not us? Right. Why not? Yeah. Us? Exactly. That's their motto. And the only people who need to believe it is them, right? Because it's like, who cares what we all think or anybody else thinks? But if they believe they can do it, they can do it. Yeah. I mean, they're the guys that make the difference. They're the ones on the court. They're the ones coaching the team. I mean, if if they don't believe it, then let's let's not even take the court. But if you look at the road that they've got in front of them, is it a tough road? Yeah. But what Nebraska sport hasn't had a tough road the last since we've joined the Big Ten or specifically probably the last five years what Nebraska team hasn't had a tough road to get where they need to be it's time to stop making excuses and say well it's either pony up or let's just let's just walk away from the deal altogether that's how I kind of feel about football too to a degree I just feel like you know if if they could finally um they're at the door I feel like in, in in all sports they're at the door why can't they get through the door? I've got no idea at all. I, I think it's a mental thing. It's the six inches between their ears. And, and that's been the biggest thing that's really held this team back um, in, in football for sure. Basketball, um, physically they're there. But mentally, I, I just think that there's something missing. It's that dog attitude. Um, I think with the coaches that they've brought in on the football side and then with whatever Trev has done with this athletic department for the men, Damn, he's got it cooking. Meg, were you were you surprised when you know, and all of a sudden it was Trev on the uh, Sports Nightly radio show says, "Hey, you know, we're bringing him back. We've restructured the contract." Were you were you surprised? Were you were you kind of just maybe the rest of us not quite sure what was going to happen? When- yeah, I was surprised. Um, I mean, because at that point there was still a chance we ended up with zero conference wins, right? <laughs> so it was like that's ballsy. I, I don't disagree with doing it. And, and now looking back on it, right. It's, it's easy to be like, Oh, well, cool. Um, it kind of worked out. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think we were all surprised. And it it is, you said it, I'm going to use your word ballsy to, you know, but he's, you know, what, what are, what are the options pay 18 and a half million dollars, go through this again and not know, what you've got coming in, which and then you, it's guaranteed rebuild again, or go with who you know, uh, you know, a professional, um, you know, behind those doors. Are there going to be some staff changes? Probably. Are they going to have, you know, is, is he, you know, we all, it's kind of been stated lately. He's not an avid and excited recruiter. So does that kind of amp up a little bit? It's just, you know what, why not? What's there? You hate to say it, but right now it's it's kind of a, a, a there's nothing to lose. Unfortunately, we've we had this exact same conversation when they when he re up frost or not re up but retained frost and all those changes. And it's just you're right, those act just that parallel of these two sports. But what what is it about these two sports when everything else bowling, rifle, um, volleyball, track and field, diving, everything, gymnastics, wrestling is is on this upward climb and some of them have just been there and football and basketball are just right now treading water i don't i don't know what the what the magic elixir is i don't know 
you know, for us, it's drinking that helps. Um, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is for the program. Yeah. I think I really did like what Trev said when he said, this is going to be a place that supports coaches because when you do inevitably fire the next coach, you gave him a fair shake. Right. And so that in turn then helps you attract the next coach because they're like, Hey, he gave this guy plenty of time. I can do this. Um, so yeah, I like that. He said, Hey, we're going to keep these guys around and just see if they can get it figured out. Well, that's one of my favorite quotes from a uh, Sipple when he was on, uh, I believe he had an article out last week when we had talked to him, um, that the, the Trev wants to leave no excuses for these coaches to say that they did not have all the help that they could possibly get. Um, You've got Frost going into year five, completely revamped offensive coaching staff. If he fails this year, which there's a possibility he does fail. I mean, let's be honest. We've got a brand new coaching staff with a possibly brand new starting quarterback, new starting pieces all over the board. He could fail. Yes. Does Trev look like an idiot for bringing him back? Not at all. I think it's the smartest decision he could make because you take all the excuses out of it. You you don't leave it for the next guy to go well you fired this guy after he just came off a 9-1 season no we fired this guy after he came off five bad seasons same thing with Hoiberg if you get rid of Hoiberg now do you have a reason yeah you do but why not keep him for one more year give him that one chance to save his ass and if he saves his ass great Trev looks like a genius Um, if he doesn't okay it is what it is the buyout's 11 million dollars I think Lincoln in the male in the male athletic department finally got the adult in the room there was not an adult in the room with Moose. Moose was like that cool grandpa that's like, hey, you guys want 10 bucks? Yeah. Hey, I'll go buy you a 24-pack <laughs> of beer, too. Cool. Hey, you guys just hang out in the basement and party. Trev's like, no, we're showing up. We're doing this shit like a fucking business, and we're taking care of it. Well, and I think you see that just today. You have Caleb Henry from KLIN, uh, Jack Mitchell's morning you know, host, co-host, who kind of broke the story that they're going back outside of the house for their media mm-hmm. rights and everything. And you just kind of, you almost look at that and you can say, okay, that's a, and you just said it, run it like a real business. That's a legitimate business decision that impacts the entire university and that bottom line. And if you, if you just work off of that, knowing that if he, if Moose did that in a year and they're coming back to it, some of the decisions making that was maybe going on in that department. And we've seen it, the oversight, the accountability, you know, everybody kind of doing their own thing. No, no connective tissue at all. It starts to make sense. And you can almost just say, okay, this is, we got to start. This is, this is really year one with, with Trev. It wasn't last year. Let's start it here. Give everybody that chance to go. And then let's see, let's see what it is and, and where it takes us. So it's, it's weird. I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it in that situation, but it seems like Trev has, you know, made the right calls so far, made the right decisions. And, and we got to just got to see where it goes. Well, let me, and he goes to everything. That, oh yes. That's, that's awesome. Like he's he at, that. I think there's like five of him because he just, he's at every event. Like you were here yesterday. You're here today crazy well, and unlike unlike his predecessor there is i haven't seen a drink in his hand at any of those so i mean the level of professionalism just just skyrocketed so now i'm not one to judge because it's, we all know that you and, and the three of us i'm sure at every event and everything we watch have a drink with us but you Lately. know we're not i have water tonight though don't believe it 
I don't drink on weeknights. I'm too old. <laughs> I, I feel that. Well, so since we're talking about tor- Trev and everyone kind of has been torturing him right and left for keeping these two guys. If you were a CEO of a new uh, of a business that's been operational for 100 years, just putting random numbers out there. Would you want your first decisions to be I've got to replace my top two managers or would you like to say, you know what, I'm going to put this on the previous CEO that it wasn't ran right. They weren't given everything that they needed to succeed. Yeah, to me, that's how I'm looking at it. Is Trev doesn't want to make these decisions right away. Who would? And is it, is it safe to say that Moose was the Michael Scott of Nebraska athletics? I think you could say that. I, I think that's pretty fair. <laughs> I mean, and I just, I'm just watching. Does that make Trev Jim? <laughs> That's it's right, right there. Who's uh, now we now we're going to go down this road of naming who and who in athletic sports. So who's uh, who's Davison? It's not Kevin. Mm. Uh, Toby. Andy. <laughs> He's got to be Toby. It's not Toby. Oh, wait, maybe. Uh, There's a lot of people that don't like him. There's a lot of people that don't like him. I think he's the Toby of this. <laughs> he might be department. Toby. And here comes the here comes the end of our podcast. We've just burned it to the ground. Oh, that's you're okay. gonna have to. You're gonna. You might have to edit this out. Oh, that is that is me. But even just I was watching it last night, and he uh, Michael Scott puts his two weeks in, so he's walking around the office with a with a glass Scotch of whiskey. And Scotch and Splenda, <laughs> and that just that's Moose. That right, let's right there. So I, I think I know my next uh, my next images that are going to be coming out on Twitter. So <laughs> gotta love Photoshop. Well, yeah, that that's what we're, that's what we're here for. And the Office is my favorite show. Unfortunately, I pay for cable just to watch The Office on repeat every night. So that's what two hundred dollars a month goes to Cox for from for me. Um, yeah, we do the same. But I am very pro cable. Yeah. I'm anti cut the cord. Uh, I mean, because, I am because of convenience. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to, you can listen to my rant about this really quick. So convenience. Yes. I hate when I go to a friend's house and I'm watching the game and I get a notification on my phone that they scored and then it happens on TV. That doesn't happen at my house because we have fucking cable. Is there that much of a delay on it? Yeah, like when they're the, using the streaming service. But like, like the if they're live now, it's it's better. But I'm in the same boat. We had a, a friend and an, an Iowa fan, and especially when we're playing, and he would he would text me, and I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" Every time, and it was never anything good. And I'm like, right. yeah, "So I just you just learn not to not to answer." But I ran into it yesterday. I was listening to the basketball game on the radio. And I responded to, I think, Jack Mitchell about something. And I, I, I said something about Verge getting teed up. And it felt like three minutes later, and maybe something wasn't refreshed. But it was like, I felt like wow, I've never, I've never been ahead on something like this. This is amazing. <laughs> what's, this, what's this magical box that this sound is coming out of? Yeah. And they're talking to me about the game. But yeah, it's cut. You guys cable? It's 2022. I have cable in like every streaming service because I- not so good I. <laughs> So you have a you're just paying extra for everything (laughs) else. Mm -hmm. I I justify it by saying it's my only hobby. Like I don't really do anything else. I drink, I watch sports, so I pay for it. Touche, unfortunately I do too, and that's about it. Um, well, you know, speaking about football, I guess there's some big game coming up April 9th in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, called the spring game. So, um, let's chat a little bit about the spring game. Um, 
you know, are there any players? Obviously, we know it's going to be as vanilla as hell. We're not going to see anything out of the blue that we wouldn't see, you know, that we're not expecting. Um, who are some of the players that you guys are excited to see? Or, or is there anything you're excited to see with new coaches out there? Um, a Mickey Joseph, a Mark Whipple, uh, Riola, just kind of seeing what the O-line is looking like because apparently there's a bunch of O-line lovers in the Nebraska fan base now all of a sudden. Um, what are you guys looking forward to seeing with the spring game? Sorry, I'm throwing my shots at him. My bad. Did you guys see um, Brian Applewhite's video the other day, hype video, oh, where yeah. they kind of highlighted him? Like, so I'm like, he has energy. I cannot wait to watch him. Um, and Thomas Fedoni. Him being That's healthy the beginning, will be huge. the end, everything. I'm just, I've decided that I'm just going to put all of my hopes and dreams into that kid. Um, and if <laughs> things go south, then I, so be it. That's not a, that's not a cry for help. We'll just we'll move on past that. But <laughs> yeah, totally. Healthy. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though. I I'm getting uh, senior year, senior year in high school where he was doing some of his his workouts as uh, and this would have been or maybe even spring before his senior year. And you take him there. It's the reverse of the picture that I would take. It's the weight loss versus the weight gain. I would, and my two, my two pictures before and after really wouldn't look the same, except I might have more beers by my feet. It's, but his trans, his transformation, you know, has been, and, and we know it happens down there, but I think that's one of them that, you know, it's been amazing. And I think he's, he, he understood what he wanted to do. And I think coach Becton is the guy for him. And, you know, he's only, he, he ran three plays, probably the best three plays of last season. Let's not lie about that. But when he went in and put his hands up and blocked that guy on the end and just, oh, I mean, it was amazing. And I think right. that that's what the crowd noise was all about. So, no, I, I think you're right, though. So the, the impact that he could potentially have of stretching the field, giving us that, I, maybe I'm wrong in this, but for me, it kind of takes me back to a little bit of Kyler Reed. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's, you know, and, and other schools have this, it's, you know, let's, let's look at, let's look at Florida and, you know, you've got Aaron Hernandez and a couple of those, those tight ends, but you've got them back playing that hybrid role. You've got two or three tight ends on the field and you can't cover them with linebackers. You can't, you know, so Vokalek and Vidoni, Fedoni, and maybe it's an AJ Rollins. Maybe it's, uh, uh, um, oh, what's the kid's name from, uh, is it Beatrice? I can't think. Um, you talking, uh, from, from Norris, uh, yes, yes. Carney. Yeah. Carney, if he's healthy, you know, but just guys that they don't know where's the ball going to go. I think you're right though. He could be, he's a, he's a, he's a guy for there. I'm, I'm excited. You brought up Applewhite. I'm excited to see, uh, what Grant can do. Um, I think plucking him out of, uh, you know, getting him out of Juco is, uh, I, I think he's ready and I, I could watch that that run. And I know it's a video and they were, there was nobody around him cause they can touch him, but just watching him run down the field, you know, kind of gets you excited for, Oh yeah, there's maybe going to be some running game again, one seven second video, but why can't we, why can't we just put that in the, in the Kool-Aid mix and, and drink it up? We can put it all in there. Well, and that kid's lightning quick. I mean, you see that one foot go on the ground and he hits it and goes, um, Applewhite's a, a huge get, I think, for that running back room just because there's so much talent there. Um, from what we've got on roster, 
honestly, if, if I had to pick a guy to start opening day, it's it's probably going to be Grant and then Ramir, like that kind of that split role, just because I think those two are very, very dynamic. Um, the, the same kind of back, uh, Grant is bigger. Uh, Ramir is, I believe, a, about, I thought, the thing 195, Grant's closer to like 210-ish. So he's a bigger back, but he can do the same dynamic things. He's got soft hands. He can catch. He can go all over the field. Um and, and I'm I'm pretty excited for that room. Um, Duvall has, and I, I got to say this because uh, Isaiah Harris, um, I, I actually work with his mom, which is pretty cool. And I, I remember talking to him in person probably five six months ago, um, or maybe a year ago. I don't know. It all kind of runs together at this point. But I remember seeing him in person. He's probably about a buck eighty five, buck eighty. He's a pretty good sized kid. Well, I seen what Duvall did to him in the lab. Um, from pictures of this weekend, kid looks like he's about 210 pounds, just stacked muscle. Like Duvall has those boys working down there and, uh, they do not miss a weight room exercise. They don't miss a lifting session down there. It's, it's fabulous what Duvall's got those guys doing. It's, it's tremendous. Is it going to pay off? Uh, I, I do. I do think it will pay off. Um, I think Nebraska, the last two years, Last year and then this year, final has a Big Ten football team that you can put out there. The lines are Big Ten caliber. The linebackers, the running backs, quarterbacks, DBs. I think everywhere across the board is finally Big Ten caliber. I think Nebraska is kind of that team that everybody's waiting on to explode and blow up because they've got all the pieces. The one thing that they were missing was the coaching. It always sucks when coaches leave because those are actual people, actual families, and it sucks when they get fired and uprooted. But just like any other job, if you're not doing your job, unfortunately, changes do need to be made. I think Nebraska had to get developers at every position that they needed that was open, and they got them. They got exactly what this team needed. They didn't need the flashy guy. They needed a guy that could develop what's on roster. Well, Applewhite, and that's what the development part, Applewhite said in, a, in an interview, it might have been his, one of his press, con- or not press conferences, but uh, one of the sp- first spring uh, practice, uh, post-practice interviews. But he said, I want a 1A, I want a 1B, and I want a 1C. I don't know about you guys. I am wanting to see a running back that starts and plays game one, game two, game three. Unless it's an injury, we get that same back. I, I, you, could, I, I, you wouldn't have bet a dollar on saying who was going to be who's going to lead the team in carries from game one to game two from game right. two to game and we saw that with receiver a little bit too but there just was no rhyme or reason as to why those guys weren't in there and and I've said it and I don't know what goes on between Sunday and Friday I don't know what that playbook looks like and all that stuff but I just I can't figure it out that if you've got a dynamic athlete get them on the field if they can do a b c and d really really well then let them do A, B, C, and D, and then let's catch, catch them up on E through Z. Um, the same thing with the receivers, and I think we saw that a little bit more with Betts last year. For whatever reason, he just wasn't cracking the rotation that first year, but his athletic ability is is off the charts. Same with Ramirez, same with all these guys. So you give me three or four guys that are playing consistently and you know you have coaches say, let's, you know, let's get them lathered up, let's get them a good sweat, and let's let them go. Couple that with the idea of what Rayola is bringing in about just pushing and pounding forward. You know, maybe that's maybe that's the 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 combination we need. 
Plus, we have special teams that might actually be special. (laughs) We got wild man Bill Bush coaching them. So I think special teams are going to be. I made a bold prediction when Bill Bush got elevated. I said Nebraska is going to have a punt return touchdown this year, a kick return touchdown this year, and a punt block this year. I put that on record on Twitter, and I guess I'm doing it on here too. So that's what I think. I think Nebraska's going to be a much, much improved team, especially on special teams, because you got a guy that's actually good at coaching it, and you've got brand-new specialists all over the place. And uh-huh. um, it's like we were, like we were saying yesterday um, with, uh, I think it was uh, Vogel, Brandon Vogel, excuse me, um, that special teams is an attitude thing. If your special teams are good, the rest of your team is fine. Those are dudes that right. want to get on the field. They're scratching, clawing. It's like the, I hate bringing it up, Nebraska teams of the 90s. The special teams was absolutely phenomenal because every other team on the field was stacked. Well, and even just Mickey Joseph coming out and saying, my players will play special teams. I mean, that's where it starts, right? It's just saying, we're not just going to look for these guys who, you know, because our starters aren't going to do it. Like, our starters are going to do it. Whoever's out there, whoever's the best, that's who we want. Yeah, he said that, until the special teams coach, and this is what he, he talked about this at LSU, that he would go to the special team meet to special teams meetings with his receivers. And until that coach told him, I don't need this player, then that player was, was on board. And, you know, but when you've got a guy like Trey Palmer that says, Hey, I want to do this, you know, that that's part of it. Now we understand, we have to understand the coaching comes into that too. We don't know where they, telling them to fair catch everything? Were they telling them to let, you know, things bounce on the 35 and go down to the two? We don't know. Is that the good philosophy? Probably not. But, you know, and, and, and he said it, Vogel said it again yesterday too, with, with what's going on, you know, Nebraska historically last five, six, seven years, catch it on the four, they get out to the 14, they get out to the 19. Do you fair catch that? Whatever the philosophy is, just do it consistently you know, and maybe it's doing that, doing that, doing that. And then you break one off and there becomes, you know, and then, but the punt though, how, how it's blocked, how it's covered, you know, those, those are the things that they need to take pride in because, you know, you go down the list and Iowa was the prime example. You can't, you're just, what was it? 21 to six, 21 to six at one point in time. And, and everything is so good. And then a safety and then a a kickoff return and whatever it is, it's just just another pin in that red balloon floating out of Memorial Stadium, and it just never gets out of the stadium because it's deflated, and it's 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 sad, and it it this there's a, it has to change, right? It has to change. At a certain point, you think that that, that everything's got to turn. Um, you can't you can't keep doing the right things and keep getting the wrong results. Um, I, I think finally that we're going to get the results that us Husker fans um, are, are going to be pretty excited about this year. I do think this is going to be a really good rebound year from. I do think Frost is going to prove to everybody that he should have been kept. Um, and I do feel like this coaching staff is going to do some great things this year. Um, just, you know, just kind of want to wrap everything up real quick. Um the uh, team jack uh bracket challenge again it goes meg when when's the cutoff date for that so you can join through selection sunday basically up until the games start so i think it's wednesday of next week 
Because it doesn't count the you, you don't count the play in games, right? So those those play in those two right whatever right. those those yeah. don't I think you can continue you. filling it out even yep. through that point, like those eleven six matchups or whatever they do at the beginning yep. now. Um, yeah, and then once it'll lock down basically right before the round of sixty four. Awesome. Perfect. All right, so just kind of go go back through those details. Um, what we're what we're doing, how how we're going to help, and the record amount of donations that we are going to shatter this year. Set it all up for us, Meg. Yeah, let's do it. So um, it's ten dollars a bracket. It's unlimited brackets. You can Venmo me, PayPal me. You can send me cash in the mail for all I care. Um, I have everything posted on Twitter. I have it pinned to my Twitter profile. Yep, you do. It's there. I I'm, I couldn't decide if it was called a profile. It's just a pinned tweet. No, it, it, at the top, yeah. it's just pinned Perfect. up there. You're, it's you're good. It's pinned. Um, yes, yeah, so you can find everything there. Um, we'll blast it out again when we're done here. Um, any questions, you can send me a message. And then once you say, hey, I sent you this, I'll say, yep, I see it. And I send the group link and the password to get in. Perfect. That so is. everybody should do like a hundred brackets. I'm just saying hundred brackets yeah. and then we get right where no, we we'd want be, be done in no time. Well, I was thinking about it. So I'm close to 12,000 followers, right? I need 355 people to do this, to make my goal as of tonight when we got on. Okay. I was my, yeah. yeah I was 355. <laughs> more, yeah. The math i know um about about 355 more people to do this if everybody did ten dollars right I, I feel like i can talk 355 people into that here's 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 where i'm at with this and it's it's a little tongue-in-cheek but i have a feeling because over the last i'm gonna get you when you're drinking if you just put it out all in capital letters yeah lately you've been tweeting in all caps and it's like I, six thousand people like I've, it i've you just been the exact same thing in lowercase and it's like seven yeah. Yeah. Like what is Isn't it? Isn't but- it weird what people like on Twitter? Like sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, this is funny. And it gets like three likes. And then the next day I'm like, like I'm just ranting, right? Like yeah. that's all most of them that are in all caps. That's all anything is, is just my current thoughts and I'm typing. And then those are the ones that are. I tweeted, I've tweeted out now three times. Somebody took a picture of when, uh, um, Albert Trev Alberts was, I think it was at gymnastics and he was standing. No, up he's at, at bowling. At bowling. And he's yeah. got that, he's got that marble man, 1979. <laughs> I just got done yeah. smoking a heater picture. And I include that. And that's that just takes off. People, people love it. It's just, but it, you're right though. It's amazing what mm-hmm. what what goes and, and what doesn't. Um, I've I've done some informal studies and in, in some of my research. And it's no shock that any time that, that Zach drops the F-bomb in a tweet, it takes off. Um, now that's 98% of his tweets. I was going to say, that's pretty much all the tweets. That, yeah, that's just so, something I, uh, I, I, I got to <laughs> sprinkle it in on here, just like a little bit of special seasoning. You can't get it every episode. Um, that tweet from after the game last night, uh, I kind of I said frickin'. And there's somebody that's like, who says that? But sometimes I like the word fricking better than actual fuck. Like I think it hits different. It does. And it almost is like you were thinking about it and you're almost to the point where I am so mad. That's freaking or what'd you say? Frickin fricking fricking. Did you even put the I in it? Mm-hmm. So did, did you text that when you were by the Crick or the Creek? Um, I don't, 
I don't know what I say. I don't know what I call that word. Creek. But it's almost using frickin's almost to the point of like putting in the middle name when you're yelling at your kids. Yeah. Because you've really thought about it. And I am so mad that I'm not even going to use that word. Right. I'm going, I'm going down to something else, but my, my challenge is for um, the Husker families. And I really hope your kids aren't listening to this, but Husker families out there, when you do that bracket for your own family, if you have seven kids in your family, if you have 27 kids in your family and you're also looking for that TLC special, bless you. Put, put, just charge, pay for your kids, but just put $270 into the, into Meg's challenge here. Put $5 in, do it for fun. Maybe your kid, maybe your kid wins an, an autographed uh, Meg picture or something. I don't know Love what it. the prizes are, but uh, no one let's would do want this. That. Let's, let's get this. Let's get actually, this that's over. a lie. There's some fucking weirdos that would, but like most people would not. Let's get this over $5,000 Husker Nation. We can, we can do this. Helping Team Jack. I mean, we had, we're, we're connecting. We had Jordan Westerkamp on supporting Team Jack. You guys didn't see it. Jack Mitchell, in all of his exuberance last night with his $9 bottle of uh, champagne, <laughs> was wearing a Team Jack sweatshirt. I Love mean, it. we, Husker Nation, we are all about this. We've got to do this. Yeah. And so you had said, you know, that you want families to like one for each of your kids. So we usually have our daughter um, pick mascots. So we'll give her the matchups and then she has to pick, you know, all the way to the end. So sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't, but that's just like anyone else's. Hey, vacation spots where you want to go, schools that you want to go to, the type of underwear you think the mascots wear, whatever it is that gets you to pick that winner and send $10 to you for Team Jack. You know, everybody's got their own thing. I can, we can probably think of a few people on Twitter that were going for that mascot underwear part. We won't, Mm -hmm. we won't name them here, but (laughs) Hey, whatever you've got to do, just send your, send your $10 in. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Like I said, I I think it's going to turn out really good. Um, I'm excited to see what happens with it all. I'm excited for when we break 4,000 and then get to 5,000 and see how high we can take this this year. Um, I'm excited for basketball. I'm excited for Nebraska to win another national championship. First one in basketball. We already won year. one. It's the off season. That's true. I guess we're going to go back we're to currently back. This winning one's going to be in season. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't have anything else. Meg, do you got anything else for us tonight? No, that's all I have. I should have brought a joke or something. I don't. I don't have any <laughs> jokes. Fitz, you got anything? <laughs> No, I'm just, this has been, this, this has been a blast. Um, I thought you were going to have a joke Ma- or something. No, no, Meg, I'll, Meg, just to let you know, if, if you're cool with this, we are going to hold on to this as your audition tape. So if we are looking for, for that third, if we're looking for a third host, um, you know, not saying that Drake is out, you know, but his, you know, his, he's on a trial basis and he knows that. Um, so if we need to, if we need to make some changes, we're going to, we're cataloging all our interviews so far. So we're, and, we're firing him right now is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It, it, let's be honest. He doesn't listen to this. Um, he, he tweets that he does and he, he takes what we tweet and he copies it, uh, sends stuff to HR all the time, but yeah, we're, we're, uh, we'll be, in, we'll be in touch. Perfect. I love it. Awesome. Well, Meg, uh, thanks again for joining us tonight. Um, if you're not following her already, uh, give her a follow on Twitter at Hot Mess Husker. Um, 12,000 people are following her. <laughs> Almost. I've got 431. Church of the Redcast has 12 years in three in three weeks. They're above. So, you know, I don't even care. The people that follow me, I love and I care about. So that's all that matters. 
You could try a blonde wig. <laughs> is that is that really what it is? <laughs> no, you, I'm just you threw kidding. something at you threw something at me one time, and I was almost speechless, <laughs> and it just was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> um. So sometimes people ask me, I'm like, I don't know, I'm just an idiot with a Twitter account. I have no idea. People just started following me, and it's fun. There, that's that's the thing. You know what? Keep it positive. Keep it fun. We we follow. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say we're gonna follow Donkey's advice. Just block. Just block. 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 And 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 love it. And that's what we're trying to do here with the with the congregation. Sorry, Zach. Yeah. I jumped in on there. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say I block the shit out of people all the time. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> which is surprising. That's how but you get I to mute 12, every, But I mute everyone. Like I have like six people not muted. You guys are you guys are two of them. Yeah, we're lucky. What can we say? That's why we invite is, you on the podcast. I know. Is, is Drake muted? Please say Drake's muted. No. Duh. Okay, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> it's it's a lot more than six, but I have a ton of people muted. Uh, it happens to the best of us, you know. There's a bunch of assholes on Twitter. So what can you do there? Um, other than that. Meg, thanks again for joining us. Um, stick around with us for just a minute or two uh, once we close this up. And uh, everybody, uh, once again, get your brackets in. Uh, you have till Selection Sunday to do so. $10 per don- per um, entry. Enter as many times as you want. I don't think there's a, a cutoff or anything like that. Is there? They can just do as many as they want. Yep. Perfect. So get as many as you can in. Um, yeah, donate to a great cause. Team Jack once again. Um Fitz, Meg, thanks for joining us tonight. And um, yeah, members of the congregation, uh, have a great night and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. I'm on green. Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool-Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red.